0: Everybody welcome to RPG Cast episode. Oh, I closed the sheet, so it's 578 6, 576. Six.
1: Yeah, 576.
0: Five, seven, sixer for the week of March 6, 2021. The week where it all began last year.
2: Yeah, it was the last normal week last year.
0: Week where it all ended last year. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Now that I'm remembering, it was a year ago this week that we bought a TV for the bedroom, and then a year ago or now I bought a TV for my basement. That's
0: that's how you know COVID's over. Kelly bought another TV. Yes. By the way, it's not
3: it's over.
2: It's like COVID no. Groundhog Day. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> babe. I got you, babe. I
0: re- you know what I still haven't done? I still have not played that sequel video game. You should. It it looks fun. I know. And it might even be... Is it available non-VR now or no? I don't know. The the funny...
2: The the funny thing about that movie is that my husband likes to watch it every year on Groundhog Day because then in the movie and in real life the next day is his birthday because it's 2-3. And the real challenge of that movie is getting through it without getting I Got You Babe not stuck in your head.
0: It right, looks like it does require VR. I thought you had VR. I do. I have an Oculus. But, you know, oh. it's the original, um, not like early backer version, but it is the um, the first like retail release, so it's not as great as the new ones, and I certainly am not going to buy a new one
2: <laughs> for all the hey, VR it's...
0: stuff going on, right? <laughs> yeah, no Better
1: in the PSVR, then, so...
2: Is
0: it?
1: I don't know, probably. Yeah, it probably is.
2: Maybe I'll be lucky and can pick up a PlayStation VR on the cheap so that I can at least pay- play Beat Saber. But I'm just... not holding my breath.
0: Maybe I'm concerned that a time loop game with um, poor controls would be unpleasant. That's what I'm concerned about. Maybe I shouldn't be.
2: I don't know. Why are we talking about Groundhog Day again? Oh, because we're starting the COVID loop again.
0: Oh, right. Yeah.
2: Well, I get my vaccine in May, according to my Department of Health, because oh, I'm considered, congrats. I'm considered like sort of high risk, but not high risk enough for primetime spots. Since Anna I have still asthma. doesn't
0: know when she gets her vaccine.
2: Go with. She's like time really time. high
0: risk. I know. Well, higher. I already had it. Some hey.
3: Not COVID. Not the vaccine. I've already had COVID. Oh.
0: oh. <laughs> oh. You still need the vaccine, though, because there's variants and shit.
2: I going to say you got your antibodies the hard way.
3: Yeah. Yep. I mean, I was lucky to where it was just like a cold to me, or like a minor cold, so it wasn't too bad. I know for some people, it's, uh... I had a family member pass in January from it. Ouch. So it's, uh it's that certain subset of the population Hits them pretty hard well
0: with that wonderful opening one of we've been playing jonathan you've been the longest from the show so why don't you tell us what you've been up to
3: all right so i was actually kind of lucky not too long ago and i was able to score a 3080
0: oh
1: what are you
3: yeah wow i know i would play the lottery right here. now man <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, and then I went oh. through the freeze.
0: You, if you the, get COVID, I, you get a thirty eighty. Is that what it is?
3: Pretty much, Well, I got COVID back in December, so I might yeah. have been on a show since then. See, yeah. Um, but no, I I was, uh, it was. I think it was morning. Well, see, I also got a PS Five, so I got like lucky twice in like wow. a week. And this one of them was late at night through Amazon, I think. And the one of them was late at night. And one of them was like nine in the morning. So Best Buy, I got my thirty eighty on Best Buy. I was on like now on stock Discord, and I got a ping, and I went on there, and then do the Best Buy, you like gotta add it to your cart, and then you gotta sit there and wait for like a couple minutes. So it spins there and, and lets you add it to your cart again. I guess the stop bots, and so I sat there and I was like, hmm, maybe I'll do it, and then I did it. And it was like being annoying, like sign in. I was like, oh, I thought I was already signed in, and I had to like keep going through, and then I. I think I typed my password wrong twice or something. I guess I was all like, holy crap, excited about it. I might actually get one. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. But no, they kept it in my cart, and I got it. So I was like, all right. So I'd kind of been waiting to do a PC build until I got that. And I basically, with keeping a few components, I built up a new PC, added the 3080. I even went all out. I feel a little guilty about it but i got a an asus rock swift 4k monitor to go with it and so i just Ooh, went all yeah frame went all rate in regular frame rate uh 144 man it's uh
0: three uh, 3080 pushing 4k at
3: 144 how's that
0: working out good
3: it worked well okay though the funny thing is is i go and i get that and i haven't really like played a game that's really pushed it either so oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> I played. Yeah, so you're not like Max, not Cyberpunk's
0: RTX or anything. So like
3: that? I did put Cyberpunk in. and It was running smooth, but then I got distracted and stopped playing it. I was playing other stuff, and I needed the whole. I was going to wait to play Cyberpunk until I got my 3080 thing. Right. And no, you still... ain't getting
0: a solid 140 at 4K on that with RTX. Probably on. not. <laughs> I'd have to
3: go.
0: I'd have to go and see. But if at least I
3: can get a It'd solid 1670. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I thought I am. I haven't. Done a stress test on it yet with it?
2: Hey, um, don't feel guilty about that monitor. What's the point of having good graphics if you don't have a good monitor to go with it? That's what I told my uh, wife. Uh, low
0: resolution, <laughs> high frame rate, Kelly. Uh-huh. That's what you got to do. Oh well, like no, that's, high res, high frame rate. I'm like, man, that's that's, that's just goal. that's just turning the dollar wheel up. Oh man, <laughs> need that hey, that's <laughs> It, Chris, that's how I justified
2: my new TV purchase. <laughs>
0: okay, but you didn't get a high frame rate monitor for your TV, Kelly. Come Uh-oh. On. Come no. Come
3: on. My I monitor, just... my 27 inch monitor, cost me more money than my 65 inch TV did.
2: Yeah, I can imagine. Those things are
3: expensive. <laughs> is that so HDR,
0: uh... I assume, or no? Yep.
3: Yep. Yeah,
0: oh, wow. Which is pretty. I...
3: It's really nice but it's it's a little annoying sometimes because when you go in the full screen in HDR it like it like changes where all your programs are you on leave your screens it
0: off most of the time. It's <laughs> HDR annoying. is annoying you turn on when when desired right now.
3: Yeah. So that's the only thing annoying and it does it'll like if you alt tab it doesn't really like alt tabbing too much. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll uh and if you try to like run it what full screen there's you for something, all
0: your money a diminished know. user
3: experience I am telling <laughs> you it's backslash their hashtag worth it I guess worth <laughs> it <laughs> fair enough so yeah I got that and then I got my PS5 um I haven't really played it much.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in fairness, there isn't really anything new to play on the PS5, so... You know who's loving it? This, maybe later this year, they'll actually release some games for
3: it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm interested in Demon Souls, Yeah, but I don't want 70 to pay $70 for Demon Souls when I have it already on PS3, so it's one of those... It's not a new game, I need to buy it full price type thing, so it's one of those I'll wait till they... Whenever that goes down in price, but... Um, yeah, new games, I don't, I mean, some, so many of the games I'd rather just get on PC right now, but my daughter has actually been really interested in playing it, and she's come in here and played it on two different nights lately, and, uh, oh yeah, one of the other things I did with my PC is I took my old PC, well, I gave my 1080 to my wife's PC, and then I took the 980 Ti out of her PC, and then I built... My kid's a PC based uh, off all the spare parts of my old one, and I had to like buy him a new hard drive and a and a case, and so I just put that together for him. So my eight-year-old daughter is kind of just really starting to explore more gaming outlets. Like she's had an iPad that she likes to play on, and she's played some on Switch, and the, not some, they played a lot on Switch and 3DS, but. Now she's like starting to explore PC and PS five and and getting into that. So just last night she came in, she was downloading some game on the PC and was bored. I was like, okay, let me play your PS five and okay, alright. And so she started playing Final Fantasy 7 remake on there. Ooh, and yeah, cool. I was surprised. She's like, let me play this Final Fantasy game. I was like alright. And uh so she played it. She went through the first boss list and everything. And it was cash. she was she was like, I like this game. She said <laughs>
2: So, was she playing it on easy?
3: Yeah, yeah. So I've created a monster.
2: Yeah, that's that's the gateway drug.
3: Yeah, because I was trying to play Final Fantasy VI with her, and like let her run around like on my little uh, whatever my little Super N T thing, mm-hmm. and uh, sit there, and I was gonna like control a couple characters while she like controlled the main character, and and you know does all the running around and talking and. We played it one night, and I could tell she's it's all right, but she was kind of getting. She's not as interested in that but she likes Final Fantasy VII because oh, it looks more realistic and more cool. So, I guess she uh, the dated graphics, the old sixteen-bit sprite graphics, aren't aren't doing it for her as the nice new graphics are. Um,
0: get get her into Final Fantasy fifteen. That has the boy back. No, no, no. you got to make her beat Mario one, and then she's got to beat Mario two. <laughs> she's no, Chris, beat we Mario don't. 3. <laughs>
2: We don't do that with our children. <laughs> we don't gatekeep.
3: <sighs> oh, sure. Once
0: sure. If it's Dark
3: Souls, it's going to be a while. <laughs> she was wanting to play Dark Souls, and I'm like, no, you there probably you won't go. like that game. Yeah, let her try it. She's wanting to play Dark Souls. You, then... You're just
0: you just don't want to be embarrassed by her like one shotting bosses.
3: a <laughs> <laughs> good dad. I haven't actually played it. I've only played Demon Souls. I have the <laughs> Dark Souls games, and I haven't played them. Get so she probably it, could Dad. do as good as me.
2: <laughs> Chris, did I break you? No.
0: <laughs> I just wanted to get good, Dad. Come on. <laughs>
3: oh, I'm waiting for that <laughs> Why to happen. That's so
0: garbage. <laughs> it's a scrub
3: tier. That's going to eventually <laughs> happen Ryu when they get older. I-, I already know Gosh. it. Gosh. I'm entering that weird transition to where back when I was playing like WoW and a lot of the shooters back in my 20s and then you know some the guys I play with their dads that play with them and their uncles that get on and usually they're not very good I like kind have of this like sinking feeling that's going to be me and I'm almost there
2: yeah my dad stopped giving a crap about video games after the Commodore
3: uh-huh. I'll still give a crap I just don't know if I'll be any good <laughs> it's like you get older your reflexes and your twitch abilities get go down and
0: there are games oh, yeah. that aren't twitch games though is that's true yeah that's and you know
3: i like you, both. You could always
0: bust out battle chess
3: yeah <laughs> the true old say, game
2: <laughs> has she ever showed any interest in like minecraft
3: oh yeah she loves there minecraft there you go oh yeah that's what she's that was like her video game up in Nuttel. She's not really played it as much in the last few months. See, what's nice
0: about kids in Minecraft, you could say, can you go do all this obnoxiously hard labor for me? And they're like, yeah!
2: Right? So they do all the farming and you get all the benefit. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they're just having
0: fun pressing the same buttons over and over. And you're like, I have a a slave. I mean, (laughs) a child. I don't know. This is what it's like when you don't have kids. You have all these weird distorted ideas of what it's like to have a kid. And they're not real.
2: Like, hey, kid, go farm golden wow well for me.
3: No, see, that's what I do. Have my wife do. She likes to farm. I'm like oh, wow. Oh, so okay. You already she have, enjoys that. All right, you already have skilled labor. Got yeah, on. but she doesn't give it to me. <laughs> she just farms for herself. <laughs> I wish I could. I could uh, hire him out. No, yeah, she loves. Just I guess it's like cathartic for her just to sit there and farm and listen like a, or watch a video on the other screen or something. Mm-hmm podcast or something.
0: Did we ever get into what you were playing? Or did we just kind of miss it? Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, because, well, it was Final Fantasy 7 she's playing. I was kind of experiencing that with her a little bit. Um, helping her out. So, that and then, so the rest of the stuff I'm playing, I tried the Unsung Story demo since I was a oh. Kickstarter backer like a decade ago. Oh, um, that? It's decent. Mm. It's Nothing's bad about it, but nothing's it's, it's very generic strategy RPG so far. I think the dialogue in is a little on the corny side and I think some other people had I'm bad about doing demos and stuff because I'll just like play it and be like, Okay, that was cool, but I don't actually give much feedback to the developers usually. <laughs> uh, but some of the others that were giving feedback kinda shared some of my thoughts about how some of the dialogue and the and all that. It's one of those that's like yeah, I can see myself playing it and 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 playing it through and having fun, but it's not going to be like oh man, it's like the next Tactics Ogre or something like that either. You know, it's not, it's nothing special, but it's not bad. So a far. three out of
1: five strategy RPG.
3: Yeah, pretty much.
2: Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, speaking of Tactics Ogre, I'm surprised that you didn't write down if you whether or not you tried uh, Triangle. What blanking on the name now? Project Triangle, triangle?
3: strategy game. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. excited about that one but I haven't played it yet. I... Besides this one, this was a special case. I normally avoid these demos or early access in RPG games, which is why I'm not really playing Baldur's Gate 3 much at all, because you'll go through and you'll experience like a quarter or a third of the game, and it's not good state, mm-hmm. and then you'll have to like keep replaying that same portion, and you'll get burned out, and then I'll not want to play all the rest of the game when it actually comes out.
2: Oh, um, I see. So I'm...
3: Trying to kind of, I usually avoid the demos, and I'm like, all right, looks really cool, I'm really excited about it. I've watched some YouTube um, uh, playthroughs and stuff with the demo, and I'm really liking what I see so far. Uh, I just, I don't know, maybe I'll play the demo, but usually I don't.
2: The uh, the whole time that video was going on, I was thinking this is going to be Jonathan's jam. Yeah. It's out
3: definitely is i definitely am uh, i'm i don't know i don't think they've had a release date or anything but usually i think the last time they demoed uh what's the octopath the game didn't take that much longer to come out Mm -hmm. after the demo so maybe it's is it it sometime into this year or is it next year
2: i think they said 2022
3: okay so yeah yeah i don't want to play it and then be like okay next year and then it usually means i don't play the real game when it comes out if i do the demo which sucks
2: (laughs) No, oh, that's
3: understandable. So I did that. That was just I just played with that a little bit. I also played with Valheim a little bit, and this is before it blew up the way it was. Me and a few friends were like, hey, this looks cool, let's try it. And they've played it a whole bunch more than me, and then I kind of got like I couldn't play it as much that weekend. I was busy, and they got way ahead of me and almost killed all the bosses. I'm like, oh well, it's kind of I'm kind of out of the loop with you guys now, so I haven't played it that much. But I I really liked what I'd played so far. It, it makes those kind of survival games with, like, co-op with friends much more accessible. Uh, less grindy feeling and more, um, just more accessible to everyone, and you could still get that level of grind if you want to. Uh, that some people do, and like, you know, Rust, or Seven Days to Die, or things like that. So that, that's a pretty cool game. Now, what I spent a lot of time on, and I finally am done with those Hades, um, everyone's darling game, and I was kind of like, oh, well, everyone keeps hyping this game up. This is I started playing it the last time I was on the show, but I was like barely, I'd only put a couple hours into it, I think. And I have since uh, got all my achievements on Steam on it, and that's, I'm not trying to brag, that's saying something for me, because I only have like four games where I have a perfect achievement score on Steam. So usually I don't care to chase them. But I actually did all of them on, on Hades. So it was kind of... It kind of became like a comfort food game, right? So I could sit there and just do a couple runs while like watching YouTube or listening to something and just kind of blasting through it and going over and over and over again. And I really, really, really enjoyed that game. I've you know, Not too much more to say. That hasn't already been said a bunch about it. but So I spent a lot of time on that. And then... I always kind of come back to this one here and there. It's MechWarrior Online. They just put out a new patch in February after like a year. Doing some balancing. They're going to be adding some content. Uh, it's really fun. I, it's something that you might like, Chris. I don't know if you've ever played it.
0: Uh, what? I was watching this Project Triangle thing. Uh, MechWarrior Online. Oh. Hmm.
3: it's I like it a lot. I
0: think and, I only like MechWarrior games in concept. Really? I never really play them. So it's uh-huh. like I don't think I have like as much desire to play them as I think that I do. Oh God, that skill tree! What is this? Oh no! I don't think I want this. Look at these choices. You can't see this on the stream yet. He's got like all these hexagons that he's picking from. Uh, <laughs> you have no idea what I'm talking about, Jonathan. But you've played this.
3: Uh, played what?
0: Mech Warrior Online. Oh yeah, there's apparently some sort of skill tree or s- nodes that you pick for your. Memory. Yeah,
3: I mean that's not that big of a deal. It's basically you go to the oh, the armor okay. one. Oh, this is it, pretty it, looking though. And when you know what? It's an old, like a decade ago. It's what? an old game. Yeah, Why it so
0: pretty. It's not allowed it's
3: to. <laughs> I mean, Mech Warrior Five looks better than it now. I mean, it it okay. shows its age in some ways, but it it doesn't look too bad for the game of its age. And I, I think it's a lot of fun. Um,
0: but it's online. I'm just going to suck all day.
3: Mm. It, you get matched with people, but yeah, it it takes a little getting used to. Your, it your really helps to play another me. <laughs> See, she doesn't care about it. My son, especially when he was younger and I was playing a lot of battle tech, he loves battle mechs, he calls them. Mm-hmm. Um, he would sit on my lap, and every time I would. Shoot an enemy, I'd let him hit the inner bar so he thinks he was shooting him, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he really loves. So I can foresee him playing that in the future. My my daughter just kind of turns her nose up at mechs and Battle Max and Battle Pack. Um,
2: that is so wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> shoot shoot down the robots, kid.
3: Yeah, know if, he, if he blows off a part or an arm or a leg, I get, he gets a high five. <laughs> or if he kills him, do you have to so remember deck in this game or no? No, you just die. Okay,
2: that was Steel Battalion. Yeah
0: but I love the mechanics so much, I always ask.
3: <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's pretty satisfying. It, it, there is a learning curve. No kidding. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I don't even know what's happening on the screen right now. Like,
3: And the skill tree and all that is not imposing. The learning curve, two two different learning curves. One of them is optimizing your mech builds because you can basically do almost anything you want So you can make a a bigger, smaller engine. You can make an XL engine or not. You can go ferrofibers or not. And that'll increase how many slots you take up in your armor or your structure. Uh, And if you, like, get a – so it's balancing between tonnage and slots and then certain – Mechs have certain what they call hard points where you can only mount like two lasers on your torso, and this mech can only mount a ballistic weapon in its arm or something. So you have those limitations, and then after that, you can mix match different slots and tonnages of a tons of different weapons, tons of different engine types, tons of different heat sinks. So while it's all it's a,
0: available for purchase in our online store.
3: Yep. Oh, well, no. most of it. <laughs> y- yes and no. So you can usually it's you have. Credits, C-bills, and you have MC-bills. So the MC-bills are the ones you buy. Uh, You typically only get those to get specialty custom mechs, but they're not necessarily any better than the ones you can get with the C-bills you earn. Does that make sense? So when you first start the game, you get trial mechs, and you get to use those for a while and they generate c-bills for you when you play matches and so when you're done like your first 15 rounds of trial mechs i think you have enough money to like buy a couple mechs and then you'll get promos all the time with free mechs and mech bays so usually what you have to spend money on is if you want to customize your mechs if you want to buy specialty uh mechs like hero mechs or whatever they're called um but like i said sometimes the hero mechs aren't aren't the meta doesn't think they're as good as some of the other mechs you can buy cheaper sea bills Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can uh, buy boosters for you to learn experience faster for your mech. So each mech you play with, you you gain experience and you put into that little chart. So it does make your, your ability with that mech better as you play with it more or you can cheat and buy all your skill points if you want, but part of the fun with me playing the mech is building up those skill points to where I reach the max and then I like move on to my next mech so and, and, and while it makes it better it's, a, it's not a, play to, a pay to win some people might say oh technically it is in that sense because you can buy skill points but uh, the best players are going to be the best players without those or not it just kind of adds some enhancements to it so it doesn't hurt the the balancing to me at all um so I, I've given some money just because it's a free game and they'll have like little promo. They have promos a lot. and You can get stuff like a whole bunch of mechs for like a bundle for like 20 bucks. And so I've done that a couple times. But I mean, I could really have not spent a dime on the game and had just as much fun. Um, so it's it's not too bad. Uh, but yeah, the, the customizing your mechs one and then learning how to pilot the mech. Uh, and the nuances, because there's like advanced tricks like torso twisting and stuff, because you know, some mechs you like use your left arm as like an armor arm, and you don't really have any weapons in it. And then the right arm is where you like put most of your, your right sides, where you put most of your weapons, right? So if you shoot, get shot in that arm, that armor gets damaged. So what you'll do is you'll shoot at someone and then twist your left side towards them so they'll shoot your left armor arm. And then when you're ready to shoot back, you twist back. So that's kind of like a, a more advanced skill. Um, but a lot of the max high pilot have weapons on both sides so it doesn't really matter. And just just little things like that, and if you're a big assault mech, it's kind of like... (laughs) (laughs) There's a paper rock scissors to where, you know, you think in a lot of games like the small mechs suck, you can't wait to get big assault mechs, but the big assault mechs are big and slow and they have a lot of firepower but they don't turn very well.
0: I still haven't even played that single player mech game you were playing that I MechWarrior 5? Uh, No, the the indie one. Yeah, Battletech. Oh, Hairbrain?
3: Yeah. Oh, I love that one.
0: I I feel like I should do that before I worry about an online game.
3: (laughs) I wouldn't worry too much about being uh, um, over-intimidated by the online game at all. There's MechWarrior 5. You could learn a lot of what's in MechWarrior online by playing MechWarrior 5. Mm. And then take those skills in the MechWarrior online. but Or,
0: the, I could admit, I'm probably not going to play any of this. Probably not. <laughs> but it's fun. Accept it. I go through
3: spurts and play it a good bit every like year or so. You're Mechman. I am. Mechanical I love I
0: love Battletech stuff. Oh yeah, MechWarrior 5, these look the same as the mechs in yep. the other one.
3: It should be, yeah, it's the same company. But it's uh you know a, a more modern engine and hey. graphics.
0: Here's a question: What the hell's up with Square Enix not making more of their mech mech tactical game? Front know? Mission.
3: Yeah, I don't know. They well, the last mission. Front Missions they make weren't even tactical. Yeah, They're like, a like what's wrong with that?
2: They should
3: fix that. I
2: don't know. I, one. I thought that a bunch of their Front Mission games just did terribly in the reviews and sales.
3: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's the front. The old Front Mission games people are liking, and then they release like that Front Mission Evolved or whatever. And it was, like, no longer a tactics game. And so you lost so your whole name recognition yeah, front mission. Even
0: if you were good, you were screwed because everyone was going to lambaste you for not giving them what they wanted more of, you know? Yeah. And, yep. like, the the other t- audience that you're going for, it's a big gamble to hope that they're going to pick up on your new game.
3: Yeah, they're going to play Armored Core or, or something else. That That's what that game's been doing for a long time. So... To me, from going, like, using the same Front Mission universe and spinning it off to different style game and trying to pull over people is fine, as long as you also have made, like, the tactical version and recently, right? So, mm-hmm. maybe they came out with a Front Mission tactical game, and it did pretty well, and then they spin it off in a fairly close time window and, and have, like, an action version. I think it'd be much more forgiving than just not having a game in, like, ten years and say, okay, Front Mission fans, here's your new game, and it's Nothing like any of the other front mission games you've like come to come to love and it's like okay well screw you guys. And they've done that a few times and uh, with different types of games. What about the, a... from
0: software made mech games, right? That's armored core.
3: Yeah, it's armored core. Is
0: they stopped doing those though?
3: Oh Steel Battalion had... They made
0: Steel Battalion, that's the eject button one. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay.
3: Okay. All right. I did not know they did both. Oh yeah. or
0: did they only do one of the Steel Battalions? Maybe maybe that's did From
3: Software make Armored Core? I'm trying almost thinking they didn't. Though. Um, forgot who did Armored Core.
0: They did Armored Core Verdict Day, Armored Core Five, Armored Core For Answer, Armored Core Four, okay. Armored Card Lost Raven. No, they did Armored Core. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's their longest running franchise. They have more <laughs> entries in it than Dark Souls. I couldn't remember.
3: <laughs> so yeah, they had some on the. They had the the what was it Armored Core Five, and that was probably. Eight ten years ago, that was on three hundred and sixty and PS three. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. twenty twelve. Then they had yeah. Armor Core Verdict Day, which I guess was an expansion or something for five. Yeah, yeah. And for, So
3: I think one of them was like a uh, mostly online game. That might have been five. They or... Did
0: a Steel Battalion, Steel Battalion Heavy Armor? So is that the the uh, that's the Connect one? Okay, nobody liked that, or did they like that? I don't remember. It's connect, so it's hard to know. Even <laughs> if it's good, people say they hate it.
2: Uh, I heard that that connect game was awful. Okay. That you could like barely control it.
0: And they did one called Chrome Hounds. I don't know if that's any good. Oh, I remember that one. I remember hearing its name.
3: Okay. I don't think. I think it was like, eh, it was all right. But I do remember that game.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, no, I'm yeah. doing a disservice to mech games, but I'm trying to understand because whenever you come on, it's. It's like, oh, this is the episode where we try to understand more of the mech genre.
3: <laughs> I don't always only play mech games.
0: It's no, mech games. but you're the only one we have, other than Alice, who plays mech games. And she doesn't come on anymore.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so Armored Core is like a more action version of okay. the mech games. Where I would say BattleTech is more, I don't want to say simulation, but more technical, I guess. You can jump around and jump jets, but it's not like you're jumping around like a... a There's a
0: MechWarrior Battletech. Is there a connection between those?
3: Oh, yeah. Same. Okay. They're the
0: same. Okay.
3: Same IP. IP. All right. Yeah. And then... Well, maybe not. Maybe they're the same world. So they made Battletech first. as like a tabletop game. And then they made MechWarrior to be like the first-person shooter version, I guess, of uh, Battletech. okay. And I think they actually are separate IPs technically, but they're, you know, they use the same rules and the same world. All right. I've blah, 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 enough. I guess I'll uh, let the next person go. Whoever that is, Chris. Well,
2: I I have been playing um, more Ease 9. Um, I finally got everybody in my party. Okay. Which um i'm just about ready to start the because i opened up the next kind of open area so i'm just getting ready to start exploring that <laughs> it's it's funny because last night after i got everybody in my party i that's like okay i've got all the powers now i can start really hunting down all of these treasure chests and just kind of got in a loop of okay i'll clear out one more area and then i'll stop Okay, I'll clear out one more area, and then I'll go to bed. And then next thing you know, I'm out of treasure chest defined, out of graffiti defined, and out of as your petal's defined. And it's like, okay, well, I guess I have no choice but to start the story up now, because I have nothing else to look for. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you're like two-thirds of the way through the gate now, somewhere in that hasn't yeah. I? Say
3: yeah
2: um, i I'm really happy that they gave you all of the good mobility abilities right up front yeah and then the last kind of few aren't really all that useful I find to be to begin with anyway it's just smashing walls and going into shadow form to get under stuff
1: yeah
2: uh yeah that being said i'm still having a lot of fun with the game i didn't realize that renegade was more of a ranged character which is kind of nice because a lot of those uh flying enemies that he's strong against are really hard to hit with a melee character
1: yes they are so you definitely need him at least in your party if not you know like have him around so you can pop to him to take out the flying enemies
2: Yeah, because my my favorite party makeup thus far is Adol, White Cat, and Renegade. Especially with Renegade and his, like, giant laser beam that you can shoot, which is awesome. Uh, I had something else to say about the game. Oh, I I am glad that I went on the treasure hunt, because now I have three of those um, artifact slots. Yeah. so, So that I can have, like, gold gain and items... Kind of vacuuming in, and the thing that um, fills your gift gauge faster, all in one go, which makes it pretty uh, pretty nice to play with. Um, Is that all you get? Three of those slots? I think so. Okay.
1: That that was all I unlocked. I don't know. There might be another way to get a fourth. I just look into it.
2: (laughs) But yeah, I'm still having a lot of fun with that game. Now that I have everybody in my party, it's finally clicked. And I think the main reason why I was kind of struggling to get into it at the beginning was because I was getting frustrated at uh, some of the chess and stuff that you couldn't quite get to. But that's just me being like, oh, I see something and I want it, you know.
1: And that's them trying to, like, give you a reason to do stuff in those areas yeah. that you've already been later on in the game. And, I mean, they try yeah. to, I mean, you know, like, I don't, they, they definitely gatekeep the city and the areas, you know, kind of slowly unlocking them. I don't think it, I don't think it's frustrating too much, you know, that they don't no. let you go anywhere. It's just kind of focus your energy, that way you don't, you know, like every once in a while they'll have that happen in an open world game where you can go anywhere and you'll kind of go and, like, do everything in some of these areas and then, mm-hmm. like, the story brings you back later and it's like, oh, yeah, I've already been here and done everything. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> this yeah. map is empty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, and I, I get them kind of doling out that gradually, and I liked that you could, you know, fill fill up the meter and go uh, do a strategy battle, and then unlock areas. The 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 one that I used to unlock the final kind of like the final area was very hard. It was one of the first. It was one of the first strategy battles that I had to redo, and it took place in the Colosseum and i was having i was having such a struggle trying to find all the crystals smashing that one. Yeah. And i kept forgetting that yeah, i could turn on uh, detective vision to find all of those.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so did
2: Anna. She had to remember yeah. that too. <laughs> yeah. the same yeah. problem. So uh, pro, pro tip for ease 9 would in doubt use your detective vision. Yep.
1: Pretty much. You it, yeah. You
2: get it pretty early too. Yeah.
1: And it's um, it's pretty useful, if you can remember it.
2: <laughs> I'm wondering if I'm going to be able to finish the game by next week. Kind of stick my nose to the grindstone and play it. That's all pretty much all I play. Because I, I don't know why um, Bravely Second kind of hasn't been grabbing me, but I think it's because I've been really hooked on ease nine for the time being. And then just as kind of like a side thing for my lunch break I got sucked into doing or trying to play the um, Final Fantasy 14 auction house because um, <laughs> uh, Chris you, you can attest I, I spent way too much money on pets in Final mm-hmm. Fantasy 14 which th- that's a trap that I fall in and pretty much every MMO I played but I've got winged cats now oh nice I forgot what they're called gale cats gale, yeah gala cats or something yeah. yeah. Well, I had to buy the f- fat calico because, of course, I did, and that set me back. And then the two gala cats were cheap, and then I think there was another pet that I spent way too much money on. And How are you earning money?
0: Cut- I'm not good at auction house in that game.
2: So, when you. I looked it up, and they said that there's a very quick and easy way to do it and that's to when you if you get your player housing I don't or know. your
0: apartment hold on if someone says there's a quick and easy way to make money by the time you're reading it it's already been exploited and the market's crashed
2: well let me finish all right so when you get your apartment what you do is you get a material seller in your apartment yeah. and you pretty much just kind of see what the prices are going for for the things that that material seller is selling because I guess people are lazy and will just buy materials that you can get from that at the auction house. So I did that. I pretty much put the list of everything that dude what? sells into a spreadsheet, and How I went to the au-
0: what's actually selling.
2: Well, let me finish. Oh, <laughs> I put everything that the material seller sells in the auction house in a spreadsheet, and then I'd go to the auction house and see what it was selling for and what you do is you buy 99 of them and then you sell it for one gold less and 9 times out of 10 people will buy that okay yeah and i mean th- i mean it's not like making bank or anything like that but it's making me enough money to get by Hmm. and yeah there's it it kind of goes in a cycle where like some items it's kind of a race to the bottom where i will list it for 199 gold in the morning and then by the afternoon i'm having to list it for 50 but then as that stuff kind of dips then other stuff from the material seller kind of rises and I, I wish that there was. Well, I wish this game had mods so that I could figure out a way to run the spreadsheet through the search engine thing and just like automate all of these prices because as of now I'm having to do them by hand. But once I kind of get all the price, there are oh, websites
0: for doing that. Okay, I tell you that much. I
2: need to. I need to look into this because I, I've just been doing this all by hand and I had I had calculations where once I get what everything is going for in the auction house, it calculates how much I'm spending on it from the material seller and calculating a profit margin. And I just sort by the highest profit margin and do like the top 10 items and try to sell those. Actually, probably the top 20 items since you can only have 20 items on the auction house per uh, retainer. Your retainer, yeah. And plus, it, it takes so long to like buy all those things and list them anyway that it, it's easier for me to just do 10 in the morning and see where it goes. But I mean, I was at, I want to say like 10,000 gold Wednesday, and now I'm at 1,047, which isn't a whole lot, but. You just went,
0: you said you were at 10,000 gold, now you're at 1,047. You went down?
2: No, no, I mean, I'm sorry, 100047 Okay. Yeah, my bad. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's enough to kind of get me by. I'm sure if I did, like, gathering and stuff, I could make a whole lot more. Mm. But I was trying to kind of recoup the spending spree costs. And, yeah, I need to look into those websites because trying to copy that stuff and paste it into the auction house is hard. I even tried to do a macro for it. Using my gaming mouse and the game didn't like that. It wouldn't accept my macro. And I imagine that that's deliberate. So people can't do that.
0: Yeah, no, you got to find websites that are still have a method of getting access to auction house pricing. And then you do all your price figuring into there and then decide what you're going to sell. And then you, of course, all the posting and stuff you still have to do manually in game.
2: Yeah. At least getting the pricing. Will be easier at that Do they have an
0: app point. that ties into the auction house or not?
2: I With don't 14. know. I see, it's, I see 15. that there's, I see that there's ff14marketboard.com and then there's mogboard.com. So I'm curious about that. I, I don't even remember what my server is. I think it's Leviathan. You
0: will need that info. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe Sorry, someone will be able so to write well. in and give you some, uh, some, uh, some tips. Yeah, someone who plays currently.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's it's nothing like you know trying to do trade skill master and WoW, and even then, I imagine that that kind of got nerfed pretty bad when WoW redid the auction house from scratch. But it it got me some nice little a nice chunk of change to kind of recoup all the costs from, you know, spending way too much money on mini pets and i imagine that there's better i imagine that there's better ways to make money than this but at least this is just kind of enough to get me by you know so yeah and, and you know using my e-com background in a way for my own goods you know of calculating profit margins and all that <laughs> so yeah there's that and then i only scratch the surface of persona 5 strikers this week um it's it's funny, I got Employee of the Month this month for RP Gamer, and um, for those that don't know, when you get Employee of the Month, you get, a, you get to pick a game, and I was like, between Strikers and the uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon remake, and it was like, you know what, Strikers is more relevant right now, I probably ought to play that, because th- those were like, literally the only two games that I had on my Amazon wish list that were already out. So, um, I the surface of that. I want to get more into that. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have played Strikers at all. I have
3: not. I've heard people excited about this, though.
2: So. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be really fun, and I was gonna kind of skip on it until later, because I wanted to play Brave by Default more, but now that I kind of got into it, I'm happy seeing those characters again, and um, just, just seeing well. Everybody throws you a surprise party at the beginning of the game in the coffee shop, which made me really happy to see all of them again. And yeah, so I, I don't know. I might, I might do more bravely, bravely default. I might do more strikers. I don't know yet. It's going to depend on what gra- what grabs me. I, know. I, know so I want to finish. <laughs> she playing strikers or oh, She's playing bravely? Default.
0: Bravely, she can't stop.
2: Um part of the problem with bravely is that i've been playing that um before bed at night and it's been putting me to sleep but not like because it's not because it's boring or anything just because you know playing a loki game like that before bedtime i instantly get sleepy (laughs) so i need to maybe devote more offline time or more uh better time to that because I, I forgot to mention, I got or I did mention I got a new TV. Um, I I ended up replacing my well, the TV that I had was around fifteen years old, and like seeing the new one and um, just to test the graphics on the PS4 and the new TV, I pulled up Final Fantasy VII remake and was like, "Holy crap, this game looks so good on a 4K TV." And it's funny because Vaughn was sitting there next to me and I'm like going D- doesn't this look so good? And he's like eh. And I'm like why are you not impressed? And I realize it's because upstairs where he played Final Fantasy 7 Remake we we already have a 4K TV so he had already played it, <laughs> played it looking this good. Have you considered well, like, uh,
0: occupying the same space once in a while and having a shared experience? It seems you, like you live in two different houses sometimes.
2: Yes, uh, sometimes but <laughs> We also play at our own paces, right, so...
0: Right.
2: <laughs> I love my official Bravely Default 2 review, It Puts Me to Sleep. Yes. That's what you said. It's That's never indicative of gay game quality. If I'm tired, I'm tired. I mean, you, you saw the picture yesterday, how many cats I had on me. This game is amazing.
3: It puts me to sleep. Yeah. That's the tagline for the review.
2: <laughs> how many cats you own? Seven... Six, and my personal record for cats on me is four out of the six. Four cats out of
0: six sleeping on me. It's four. Yes. Four out of six. And the even then, score.
2: they usually only lasts about like fifteen minutes because one of them will end up hissing at the other one, and yeah, that
3: doesn't hissing. sound good. Hissing or hissing?
2: Hissing. Hissing.
3: Yeah. Oh, uh, somebody that yeah. they said hissing. I was no, like, oh no. You know, no. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The last I time mean, nothing th- th- me. will
0: bring an end to the party faster than that. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I-, I had an elderly cat that did stuff like that, and that was not fun. Well, it's but... one
0: thing if they're old, it's another if they're doing it on purpose. It's... Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean,
2: unfixed males, it wouldn't surprise me. But you don't but... have that. I know. But no, like, so... <sighs> pairs of my cats don't get along, but... Those particular no, we're cats. We're not talking oh. about this
0: anymore. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> oh, who's next? Who's been playing things? Uh, Josh. Uh, yeah. No, I played just... Riza. Oh, cool. Okay, I'm done. I'm, I've just been continuing to play that. <laughs> <laughs> I Hold spend that forever. I'm, my alchemy is maxed out. I can't make redstone recipes, and it's bugging me. And I hear it might not open up till after end game, And I'm like, but I'm not done making things, and I'm bugged by it, and. I need more gems, and I need to do more alchemy. But then there's story, and I I want to be have better armor for the story. I have a lot of frustrations with that game, and I'm loving it. So that means it's good. <laughs> good. Does anyone even understand what I'm talking about? Probably not. I'm sorry.
2: I get it a little bit.
0: Oh. I've played Atelier games before, so
1: <laughs> yeah, I know I know the loop.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like. Atelier of 2's out, and I'm like, well, am I going to go on and play that? And I'm like, wait, if I play that right now, I'm going to be like, this is the identical game I just played, and I'm going to feel real bad, aren't I? Probably. I don't know.
1: Do you just want more of that?
0: I mean, it's it's fun to start and get to the end of that grind, but like, if it's going to be the same grind in the next game, maybe a little bit of space is warranted. Yeah, that might be a good idea. He, it is kind of amazing to me to think that, like, wait, do they all kind of just feel the same? And, like, they're releasing them at this pace and still yeah. sell well? Why is yeah. that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I could use a little bit more of a, a space between the Atelier games. I don't know that I need one every single year. That's why I've kind of fallen off of that series the last couple of years.
0: It's, it's not like the like story that. is super good. Maybe if it was, that would be different, but it's it, not. Yeah, it's,
1: it's fine. <laughs> it's,
0: it's like, it's oh, this perfect- is like a low-budget anime.
1: Ooh. Yeah, yeah, it's a perfectly decent reason to like play with the alchemy system and make stuff.
0: I guess. But the reason I'm playing with the alchemy system is because I'm playing on hard. Because if I was playing on normal, everything would be a cakewalk. Yeah. Hmm. No, speaking of games, Yeah, Ryza. <laughs>
1: speaking
0: of games that go on forever. Yeah, exactly. Speaking <laughs> of games that go on forever,
1: Cold Steel 4. <laughs> games maybe I could oh, use yeah. a break between playing.
2: Are you uh, slowly inching to the end?
1: Slowly. I got through uh, Act 3 this morning, so I'm on to the finale, or the in-between thing where Rean gets to pick the girl he likes and then oh. on to the finale, I believe. Mm. So, so who'd it, you pick? I haven't picked yet. That's that's the very next thing I've got to do. I got to decide okay. which one.
0: No, none of the students, uh, probably Laura. <laughs> You're not going to do anything pervy. <laughs>
1: no, no, thank you. <laughs> not not the students. Not the sister. No, no. Probably go with Laura. Is she is best. Uh,
0: Hetero ro- romances only, I assume. Yes. Okay. Of, mm-hmm.
1: course. of course it is. I'm just checking. We don't expect our JRPGs to be quite that.
0: No, we usually don't. Um, Okay. Uh, Go with one of the people who gets drunk. They're always fun. (laughs) Sarah.
1: Sarah, yeah. Go with the older lady.
2: I think I I picked Emma.
1: That's
2: a solid choice. I like her glasses. She's cute. (laughs) I picked her because of her glasses. (laughs) Well I wear glasses so I relate No
0: nah, I did heaven
2: Wait, finally, wait, wait. I finally. Are you
0: saying Emma is your Mary Sue?
2: Maybe <laughs>
0: she, she is witchy
2: and does have a cat
0: Alright
1: <laughs> No I like I finally just gave up I don't know why I was continuing to try and play that game On normal difficulty And I finally this week just kind of gave up on that And just turned the difficulty down and I'm much happier with the, Wait, the battle hard? system. No, it's, it's not that it's too annoying. hard. It's it's just too long. Mm. The battle system, in, especially by the time you get to like three and four,
0: yeah.
1: um, it's broken. Mm. So, so it becomes, if you know what you're doing with the battle system, you can break most of the battles. Even the boss battles, you can just stagger them and the boss will never get a hit in. And you could just kill them, you know, just wail on them. But if you don't break the battle system, the way they've tried to fix it has just kind of, like, given they ha- the bosses will heal themselves and they'll uh, do special moves where they can, like, uh, increase their strength and defense massively. And so it just makes these battles take forever. So you either have to, like, absolutely know how the battle system works so you can break it, or the, game- or the battles just take forever. It's not that they're hard, they're just tedious. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you talked about it a little bit, Kelly, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, even, like, on easy, some of them were pretty tedious, so I ended up just <laughs> fighting them over and over again and doing the weekend every time until I could win. But that was some <laughs> of the optional bosses, too, so... Yeah.
1: it's that. That's my issue with it. It's just, like, the battle system in it, in, by the time we've gotten to four, has just not... It, it was never balanced in Cold Steel, and it's just gotten more and more out of whack. So I'm looking Wait. forward to
0: the- Ladies and gentlemen, I've just learned something new while trying to search about the tedious battle system. There's a website called jrpg.moe. Yeah. No, this is a thing you knew about. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's the best name for a website ever. Well, you didn't know about JRPG.Moe would be better, huh? <laughs> is there an anime.moe? No, of course not. Why would there Really? Be?
1: seems like a perfect name for anime. Uh, Anime website. I
0: don't know anything about jrpg.moe. Is it awesome? Yeah, it's a good site. All right.
1: (laughs) I followed that guy who does that for years.
0: All right, cool. It's a great site name. It is. Totally, you need to have your anime spinoff, anime.moe. Because, come on. (laughs) (laughs) You only review a moe anime. And it's like, our goal is that one day this site has no new content to cover. (laughs) (laughs) the moe (laughs) has died alright um yeah alright so tedious battle system sorry for interrupting that was a revolution for me
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah the battle system just it's kind of weird because I loved it when it started out in Cold Steel in the very first one and it's just it's gone like everything in Cold Steel like this you know, it's gone on for four games, for 400 hours. After that much time, you're just kind of like, I'm ready for something different.
2: <laughs> well, hang on to news.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's not a perfect transition, but Well, uh, let's get
2: moving on
0: to our, our feedback at least. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Question of the week was favorite Pokémon memory. I believe the first answer was from the anime man. It said my favorite mem- memory was when I was in A school for the Navy in Meridian, Mississippi, I picked up a copy of Pokemon Sapphire at the local naval exchange to play it as one of the few RPGs they had. I almost beat it over a couple of days. Gamer Esquire wrote in and answered one of my questions explaining the Bravely Default second Octopath Bravely 2 triangle strategy. Who's making what? How are these games related to each other? Here we go. (laughs) Bravely Default was developed by Silicon Studios with Tomoyo Asano as the producer. Bravely Second was developed by Silicon Studios with Tomoyo Asano and Ma- Masashi Takahashi, Masashi Takahashi as the producers. Octopath Traveler was acquired, oh, excuse me, was developed by Acquire Studios. They had previously developed Akiba's Beat and Akiba's Trip. What? Really? With Tomoyo Asano and Masahi Takahashi as producers. So same producers as Bravely Second, different studio. Bravely Default 2 was developed by Clay Tech Works, who had done mobile game design exclusively prior to Bravely Default 2 with Tomoyo Asano and Masashi Takahashi as producers. So these producers have been around for all these games... Except for the very first one. But the developer doing the, the grunt work is changing. Okay. <sighs> Project Triangle Strategy is being developed by Art Dink Studios. They did Sword Art Online Lost Song with Tomoyo Asano as producer, but not Masashi.
1: Art Dink has been around forever. I know them as the A Train people, oh. like, you know, making sim games back in like the late 80s, early
0: 90s. So to summarize, only Bravely Default and Bravely 2nd shared the same development team and producer. The Bravely titles, Octopath Traveler, and Project Triangle titles share the same producer, but they were developed at separate development studios with, presumably, mostly distinct development teams.
1: I think at some point they also said that there's, you know, like as you would expect since these are all Square games, that there are some people from Square that beyond just the Producers who are involved in. I the, I would presume so,
0: but yeah. we don't have that here in this list. Who those? Yeah, are. yeah. We don't, There, I, I, there I, seems yes. to be some sort of art direction carry through, if mm-hmm. nothing else. Right. I yeah. I didn't ask for like who the primary artists are on all these, but I should have, because that's probably really <laughs> important to how they look. Um, and then, if they have any asset sharing, we don't really have that documented well here. But hey, thank you, Gamer Esquire. This is like way this is way this is cool this is i'm i'm i didn't expect it to have all the developers being distinct like this so cool
2: fascinating
0: feather hoof wrote in. wrote in which is hard to do with hooves my apologies kelly for being so wordy and having difficult to read responses it's a flaw of mine i'm fully aware of by the way, from the question of the week, my favorite Pokemon memory is my siblings and I looking at the version differences of each generation as they were announced and deciding who was going to get which version so we could trade and help each other get all the starters. Pokemon announcements were an event for us while growing up and something I sorely miss. Uh-oh, we didn't come up with a new question of the week, did
3: we? All right. I'll answer the question of the week. Oh, go ahead. My favorite Pokemon memory is that I bought this local lot of games and they had a lot of Pokemon games in there and I got it for pretty cheap. And then I was able to resell them and make lots of money on those Ooh. games. Because <laughs> I don't like Pokemon.
2: <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> hey, one man's trash. No, I've tried to
3: play it a few times and it just I, it does not grab me at all.
0: Uh, I don't know.
3: I Whatever reason.
0: I had a Pokemon... I had a, a Game Boy color with Pokemon Red that I lost. It really bummed me out. And then I had a Pokemon Pikachu color. The uh, the yellow Pokemon uh, Game Boy color that looked like Pikachu with <laughs> Pokemon Yellow Edition. And I may have lost that on an airplane. <laughs> I, have a, I have a history of losing Pokemon games. It doesn't happen anymore because they're digital now. The worst thing I can lose is my save file, which is a big deal to lose. But... Now we have Pokemon Home and stuff to store your Pokemans in, so it helps a lot. That's all I got. For
2: 20 bucks a year. I, I freaked out one morning because I was like, oh, someone hacked my Nintendo account. Account I got charged 20 bucks and looked at my email and was like, oh, Pokemon I signed tax. up for that. Yeah, I signed up for that a year ago. So, ju- just a heads up for people that forgot, like me, and signed up immediately. That might be coming around for you this year, and don't freak out like I did. <laughs> oh, um, question yeah. of the week: What's your favorite neck game?
0: Favorite neck game?
2: Neck. Be- oh. Am, am I swearing really bad this morning, or can a you not bit. hear? Okay. okay, my bad. Or do you subscribe
0: uh, to a gaming service?
2: Hmm. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> um, All
0: right, well, let's think about what we want to pick as our question of the week as we go into the news. Kelly, you want to start us off with editorial content?
2: Indeed I do. Woo. We've got a Dragon Quest Eleven like Echoes of an... Uh, <clears throat> Dragon Quest XI S Echoes of an Elusive Age PS4 review from Jervon Perkins. Um, they liked it. What a they shock. gave it 4 out of 5. The game is
0: still good. <laughs>
2: um. The only problems with it was that music tracks outstay their welcome in a Dragon Quest game. Yes, very much so. Um, outdated character tropes sometimes hinder character development. And a notice downgrade in graphics keeps uh, 11S from looking as sharp as the original. Yeah, because it's like a Switch port, right?
0: Yes. It makes no sense.
1: Uh, that's what they did. But at
0: least you get the, the orchestral music, right?
1: Yeah, and the Which 2D weird. version, right?
0: Yeah. Still strange. Uh,
2: pick your poison, good music, your good graphics, because you can have the both. Music.
0: For Dragon Quest, pick the music. That soundtrack is vastly improved by being orchestral, in my opinion. I really was down on it on the PS4 originally. I like it a lot better on the Switch.
2: I see. We've got um, an amazing American circus impression from Luis Mauricio. This is that weird kick circus RPG what that we talked this? about last week. This looks cool. Yeah. It's a uh, deck-building
0: RPG where you're in a where you're a circus.
2: Yeah. yeah. Is there some sort of
0: post-apocalyptic twist or something? Like, I can't just. I don't know about straight, that. Like right? you're, the battles
1: are like like keeping the uh, the crowd entertained by playing your cards. All right. <laughs>
2: Cool. Um, yeah, you play the manager of a circus aiming to be the best in the country, and you travel around the USA and organize spectacles, you gain fame and money, you improve your skills, you add more artists, and yeah, and the, the demo just showed off um, performances and exploration. So you can read more about that in his um, impression. Overall, I was very impressed by it. It's an interesting concept. And then we've got an Adventure Corner with Pascal Takaya for D- Dusk to Dusk. Um, well, this looks scary. A sca- yeah.
0: What ah, a sca- this looks like a scary game. What is this about? Mm. <clears sighs>
2: Um, by day, you are part of the Sukiyama Su- Su- Company, which is a run-of-the-mill company housed in a multi-level Japanese office building. Um, there's rumors of a ghostly child in the building that stalks each evening at around 7 o'clock. And yeah, it's a horror adventure game. Um, okay. The Steam page promises no chase sequences, no jump scares, like- or game over.
0: This looks like a similar um, art style to the Corpse Party games. I wonder if it's built in a similar engine. Hmm. Well,
2: Huh. Uh, it also has the zapping system, which provides opportunities to zap from the main character to other characters' perspectives. That's interesting. That was in uh, Disgaea Infinite. Had a similar yeah. system. It was... yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got annoyed by Infinite.
2: I can tell. <laughs> and then our last editorial, we've got Backlocking the Year with our very own pause. Let's see. what did, um, She has progressed less on her backlog as she picked up New Hobby, Diamond Painting, and returned to cross-stitching. But that being said, she played through um, Children of zodiacs and East 9 Monstrum Nox, which you all saw on her Twitch stream. Uh, and then she, for non-RPGs, played Giraffe and Annika and Honey Pop 2 Double Date, which I believe she's talked about before. Um, her five-hour-ruled Pickross S2, Munchkin Quack Quest, and Azure Saga Pathfinder.
0: Which is weird, guess, like, she 5-hour she ruled a Picross game, because now she needs story in her Picross games.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I totally buy that. And now she's um, diligently playing Bravely Default, too. Yes, she is. And I guess Strikers is her late evening game?
0: Yeah, I just realized we're just talking about her now playing now. Just read the article.
2: <laughs> yeah. But that is all the news, or I'm sorry, all the editorials. Yeah, yeah. I my brain kind of jumped ahead. We are now into the news.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, we've got Ba-ba-ba- black legends. Ba-ba-ba. Wait, what? it sounded like you did the Monday Night Football theme, theme there. Ba 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 ba. Ba 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 my cat's looking at me now <laughs> Sorry. I forgot did you have cat cam on I do have a cat cam on oh there she is she is so cute anyway news um, black legends folklore has been detailed this is the upcoming game black legend which is a kind of a dark strategy RPG oh God. and yeah. it's gonna have a bunch of stuff from uh, Norwegian and Belgian folklore including creatures such as Old Red Eyes, which is a cannibalistic shapeshifter the Necker which is a shapeshifting water demon eh, just uh, read
0: it if you need it, we don't need to give people nightmares
2: yeah, some yeah. of these pictures That's are cool. pretty pretty spooky and and i I like.
0: trailer as well if you'd like to watch yeah. that
2: yeah, yeah so are you uh, like
0: the witcher in this thing? Or how does this work? we know
1: Strategy I'm RPG. Tr- Strategy RPG.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to pull up the news story and my browser just froze.
0: So you are Strategy RPG against all these folklores from... Okay, there we go. Wherever we said oh, this both. was from. Hmm? Norway. Norway. Okay. Yeah, Belgium and... Belgium. Yeah. Yeah. Chocolate. Chocolate monsters.
3: Huh? This is cool. Um, oh, yeah. Netherlands and Belgium. Netherlands right. and Belgium. That's I don't different. know why I thought I heard Norwegian, but yeah, this. Uh, I'll check this one out always down to look at new tactics RPGs and strategy RPGs.
2: And it's coming out at the end of the month March 15th, 2021 on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X and Nintendo Switch.
0: The next story is surprising. Oh, this is the... Oh, never mind. It's not surprising. This It was surprising was... until I realized it was the Apple Arcade game. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm Josh like, oh, and I were talking game. about this. Oh, no, it's the one where um, Sakaguchi is making lots of models. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How are they dumped? Uh, so dump truck is, full of. Yeah, this is a diorama of RPG, of so
0: they made a bunch of sets in real life and filmed them, like with bazillion cameras and stuff, and they're the backdrop for their their game graphics.
1: I absolutely love it. It, it looks, looks bad.
0: cool. It does look cool. Yeah, I, I'm I'm being down on it, but I shouldn't be. Um, I just. Mistwalker lately has not been impressive, so I'm, I'd be interested to see if this one works out. Did,
2: did you not play Terra Battle?
0: I, I didn't stick with Terra Battle, and then a sequel came out, no. which I never touched, and now both the Terra Battles are gone, which is very yeah. much like, you don't do that in the mobile space unless you, there's a problem, you know? So
2: Well, I mean, I imagine that people just got onto the new shiny thing like I did and lost interest, because yeah, I love the Record
0: Keeper still out, though. It's like, come yeah. on like dungeon dungeon oh. or puzzle and dragons still
2: out there still going if you're successful I, you're still around you know <laughs> i love the crap out of the original Terra battle and the second one just but by, by the time the second one came around i was like on to newer shinier things and done with mobile games Yeah, unfortunately Is this lady and look we like
0: never... the character from the near automata game or is it just me it, it wouldn't easy.
2: actually, that looks exactly like her. It wouldn't surprise me if they were inspired. Mm-hmm. But, um, gamers, if you have an Apple device, you, you do me a favor and get this game so that it'll be successful. So that maybe it'll it'll get a port so, that, a I buy, <laughs> so that I don't have to buy an Apple device to play it.
0: <laughs> so if in case you're wondering, um, it'll be part of Apple Arcade. So $5 a month subscription service on the Apple devices or bundled into one of the Apple One Plans. <laughs> Um, it is kind of come out sometime in 2021 yeah and you should go check it out because yeah it is a graphically unique style to like um, I mean it's not like the first time someone's done this for some sort of media like normally you'd see this for like claymation right but instead of claymation for the characters it's you know computer graphics on the realistic background so see if you like it it. it looks cool yeah, it had me and looking it, like, what? What the heck
1: does Apple Arcade all play on? I've got an iPhone. Does it work on anything at <laughs> else? So it's like it had me it actually is. looking at it. Apple
0: Arcade's it. pretty much on everything now. So yeah. Mac, iOS devices, and the Apple TV. The current Apple TVs. So you have a real <laughs> old one, no?
2: Oh yeah, mine is ancient.
0: So like the the fourth gen or later, so which has been out for like five years at this point, right? So. <laughs>
2: My Apple TV is so ancient that um, YouTube stopped working on it. Oh. Yeah. So in other RPG news, there was the New Game Plus Online Expo this week, if you guys remember that at all.
1: Yeah, it was a little quiet for RPGs, though.
2: Yeah, just a little bit, but they did announce some stuff. We've got um, NIS Classics Volume 1 launching on Switch, and this announcement, well... One of the games in it didn't surprise me at all. The other ones surprised me. So, Phantom Brave is going to be coming to Switch in this collection. And this is the Hermuda Triangle remastered version that was on the PC. And then the other game that's going to be in this collection that shocked me was Soul Nomad and the World Eaters. Um, that was a very very late-era PS2 strategy RPG that not a lot of people played, because by the time that came out, people were kind of done with the PS2.
3: Yeah, I've had that game for a long time. Never played it, but I hear it's like one of the closest things to Ogre Battle. Yeah. And I really want to... I, I don't say I really wanna, I've had years to have it. It's been on my shelf forever, but... Oh, it's I been on my shelf, too. I bought this, because I has got the email. I'm on the, the their little email list, mm-hmm. and, I had it in my cart, and I'm like, "Do I really want to spend a hundred dollars on this?" uh? I, I wish there wasn't no. a collector's.
0: version. The answer is no. Yeah,
3: no, like, know. where's the non-collector's version,
0: and there isn't one. So, do I, you even think it'll be out digitally? Oh, I'm surely. Sure. I don't think they said it would, right? Would they make it? Oh, again?
2: I'm sure you
3: know? it will be. They buy each game separate.
0: Mm, you think it'll be? Oh, uh,
3: lame. I don't know. So to me, I don't know. It's I used to buy a lot of collector's editions, but now I'm like, I rarely do, and only if it's a game I really like or if it's got something in it I really want. So this just looks like I'd get it just to get it, and then nothing in there is really like, oh yeah, I need to have those collector's items.
2: Chris, be disappointed in me. I bought the collector's edition. Mm -hmm. I
3: pre-ordered. They
2: have an Amazon. I'm so tempted. I don't even... No, it's a chronic stands, but I I love the original Phantom Brave, and I love the soundtrack, so I wanted to get the soundtrack. And then um, Soul Eater, even though I didn't get a chance to play it, I always wanted to check it out. So
0: Well, Disguise Six's Collector's Edition has enamel pins, so...
2: Yeah. We were
0: looking at those yesterday, we were looking at both packages, like, do we want to pre-order each, either of these, and the determination was, No because and Anna said Chris, no pretty things, so I don't care. <laughs>
2: That's all she wants. <laughs> Chris, the other reason why I put on the collector's edition is because I want them to make a volume. I want this to do well so that they do make a volume 2. I was thinking hopeful. that
3: too. But to me, yeah. this needs to be, even for the collector's edition, probably needs to be more in that eight seventy to
2: $80 range for this. Yeah, it is a little pricey. I won't deny that, but... Uh, It's going to be coming out, what... When does this news story say? um, Somewhere Uh in 20... Yeah, somewhere in the summer or so. What are you
0: looking for in a volume 2 that you're so worried about whether or not they do it?
2: I want uh, Lapisal Tactics, hopefully Uncensored, and Makai Kingdom. Oh, right. Because Makai Kingdom kind of took the battle system from... um, Phantom Brave and kind of improved on it a lot... And we were supposed to get a PSP version of Makaik Kingdom, but it never came out here in the states.
3: Okay, so you're selling it to me. There, you're. So I played Makai Kingdom, and did not like it. And if that's mm-hmm. better than Phantom Brave, that's telling me to stay away because I I have Phantom Brave, but never played it.
2: <laughs> so. Yeah, Phantom Brave is is weird. It was one of the first games where they tried to do a gridless system. if that makes any sense. So instead of have, instead of your character moving by grids, they have like a certain circle when, in which they could move in, and that's your attack range, or your movement range. So, it, it was very interesting to play, and it had a lot of charm to it, um, both Makai Kingdom and uh, Phantom Braves, but it might not click for some people. Now, Soul Eater, I have no idea, because I never got got around to that one.
3: That's the one I'm most interested in. That that would sell this to me. Yeah. But not for a hundred
2: bucks. Yeah, I would wait for reviews if I was you and maybe watch a couple of let's plays of the PS two version.
3: Oh, I've seen the gameplay. I think I'd like it. It's just one of those. I've had it on my shelf and there's always something else. I don't know. I don't know why I haven't
2: played it. Yeah, who knows? I, I'm I'm excited, but I I always loved uh strategy RPGs from NIS. So that's that. We've got Undernauts, The Labyrinth of Yomi heading west this fall. Um, this is by Experience Inc. I'm sorry, Axis Games announced this week, and it's by it's Experience. An Experience
0: game? Okay, so it's a yep, first yeah. person Dungeon Crawler. Yeah, okay. Uh, With
2: crazy uh, so good this,
0: art, right.
2: <laughs> so is this the same people that did, or have we gotten other Experience oh, games here? We've so bunch of many yeah. Experience
0: games. They're yeah. all first person dungeon crawlers. We got like a bazillion of them on the Vita. Um,
2: yeah. Any of them I know, like Tokyo Abyss, Demon or, Gaze? Uh, oh, okay. All okay, of those. gotcha. <laughs> no, now I know what you're talking about. I just when I was looking at the preview, it looked very Lost Child to me, and that's what I thought it was. But no, that's something different. So yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um... Labyrinth of Yomi is going to be coming out in the on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch in fall of 2021, and it's set in 1979 Tokyo after a giant structure suddenly rises from the ground, which I imagine is the labyrinth, and you have to go investigate. Of course. It. Yeah. So the time frame is what what interested me in 1979, but um, and and news just for our very own Jooms. Um, Mary Skelter finale western release has been announced. So He's going to be this? all over that.
0: Is it a third one, or is it a remake, yeah. or what?
2: No, yeah. it's it's the third one. Um, it said that it's the final one in the well, Mary if Skelter. Anna was
0: here, she'd be super excited.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because she likes Mary Skelter oh, yeah. games, doesn't yeah. she? Um... They've also got a collector's edition from Idea Factory Store. and includes a physical copy, collector's box, steel case, hardcover art book, soundtrack, hardcover three-novel box set, and exclusive trading card. Novel box set, so that's novelizations of the game?
0: I don't know.
1: I'm you not don't... sure. Or is it just a, a box for all the stuff? I no, they got know a collector's a box, box, so it's got to be for... Some sort of novelization, weird.
2: So, if you don't want to play the game, then I guess you can just read the book that comes <laughs> with the game.
0: Um, oh, available to wish list. I better wish list this for Anna.
2: So, yeah, this is coming in fall. Um, fall was the protagonist that escaped the prison. All the characters named after fairy tale characters, and it's going to have English and Japanese voiceovers. Yay. and then uh, the skya 6 release date was announced it's gonna be coming out in June 29th 2021 did, was it did they say what systems or is it switch exclusive
1: it's still switch
2: okay yeah, and I'm we kind got
1: of
0: surprised it. by that like what's up with that
1: obviously Nintendo must have given them some money
0: you think so is- or they've just learned that if they release their games on one system at a time they will make way more money.
1: That's also possible. <laughs> so you both. think in like a year there's going to be a PS5 well, version that has all the DLC?
0: tend to be six months.
1: Okay.
2: Um, there's also going to be free DLC for um, other NIS characters like female Laharl, Asaji, Rosalind, and Adele. Which that that's going to be cool. Especially um, Rosalind and Adele. Those are from Disgaea too. And I really like those characters take I'm the only person excited about the Sky six
3: afraid
1: so like yeah, yeah I mean
3: I have a love mostly hate relationship with the the Sky games I I like what they do but there's just things about it that annoy me and then it's like almost it's like almost really awesome and then it's like the pacings bad trying to play the story and then all those endless it's like black hole of of battles you can get to powering up your weapons. I don't know, and then sometimes the humor's all right. Sometimes it's it's grating, and then I, I and I think it's like some of the in between battle stuff they do is really cool. It's just like one of those. It's like it, ha- it has so much potential to me, and the fact that it does these things that kind of almost are deal breakers for me mm-hmm. ruins that potential, and it makes it worse than it would be if it just kind of was meh. You know what I mean? I like yeah, no,
2: I get it. I get it. They are for a very specific personality, that's for sure. I, I appreciate what they do, because, you know, when the first Sky came out, all strategy RPGs are serious, were serious, and I really appreciated the lighter tone.
0: Mm-hmm. But now we've learned I, that comedy writing is hard, and they're not mm-hmm. pulling it off very well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We'll see how this one goes. I,
3: I want guess. to like him. I really do want to like him. Then I even like, oh, well, four or five on PC. Hmm, should I get them? And I almost have, and they're on my wish list, and they sit there on my wish list. I'm like, uh, They're so
0: samey. They need to do yeah. something different. And it's like, once you've learned what the, the grind loop is, it's like the Atelier games. We're just really copy-pasting the same thing again. And it's like, that means you're succeeding only on the strength of your writing, and maybe you get a Disgaea 4. And then you don't always. And I don't know. It's just, why can't they do better?
3: Is- and maybe Anna would yell at me for the pretty thing. And it was kind of funny a little bit at first, but pretty saying, dude, like for 20 years now, it's just gets a little old.
2: Oh, I, I get it. I think <laughs> it's one of those things where they know their fan base and they don't want to deviate.
3: Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that. I really do. Yeah.
2: Because I'm that fan base and I kind of don't mind it being samey because I know what I'm always going to get. And some people like that and some people can't stand that. That's perfectly okay.
3: Well, I think I would like it samey if I actually liked it to be that stuff to begin with. That's the problem. Right.
2: Right. Um, Speaking of something kind of different, they teased a new combat system for Legend of Heroes, Kuro no Kiseki. Um. It's going to have a new combat system which will let players switch between action and command-based modes. And the action mode will see players controlling one party member while the others are controlled by AI. While the command mode will utilize similar elements to the original Trails of Cold Steel. Yeah, that's um, weird. It, it's
1: that I don't know what I think about that. That's going to be different, at least. I mean, they have said that they're going to try and incorporate... You know, there's not going to be the transition anymore to you know, the, the specific battle screens anymore. It's going to be much more seamless transition of just fighting on the field in the world. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I'll yeah. be, I'm definitely excited to see them, like, do something different after Cold Steel for four games.
2: Yeah, describing it like that reminds me very much of Final Fantasy VII Remake and its combat system. But
1: It could be, yeah.
2: We'll see how it is. See, we've also got a sealed ample release for PC. This is from Playism and KV House. And this is an agricultural roguelike. Uh it's coming out or the Tongue tied. It's coming out on PC via Steam, priced at nineteen ninety nine with a launch discount available until March eleventh, and it involves an alchemist named uh, Irene, who purchases a dungeon that turns out to be filled with enemies in addition to alchemist ingredients. And it oh, those a- darn
1: cheap secondhand dungeons, yeah. you
0: know,
2: <laughs> by this by this fixer uppers. Um, Which, by admit- the way,
0: Kelly, this is the first week I can remember you didn't play House Flipper.
2: I got kind of burned out on House I bought, I finally bought the Home Alone house and made that my new house and was trying, because there really wasn't anything to fix and just couldn't get into it. Mm -hmm. But I, this game sounds kind of interesting to me. You buy a dungeon and uh, grow monsters and alchemy ingredients in it, so it looks kind of neat. I might have to check that one out. Um, also, did I accidentally transition into briefs? No. Oh, okay. This is the now. first. This is the first brief. Goya Union Remaster is getting a Japanese release date. This is one of the games in the Department of Heaven series, and it is coming out. Coming out in on March eighteenth, and twenty twenty one in Japan. Uh, this is
1: the one we never got, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. We haven't gotten a Department of Heaven game in a while here in the states, which makes sense. Made idea.
1: a Department Heaven game in yeah. quite a while.
2: Yeah, I think the, the last, the, the last one was Gungnir.
1: Yeah, that Gungnir. was the last. one.
2: Yeah.
1: that was the end of the PSP era.
2: It Was a really good game, though. Was it? I I, I wrote about it in our underappreciated RPGs uh, feature a while back. It was so good. I liked yeah, I heard the music
0: it. and art and stuff of, um, what's the one I played in that series, uh, with all the angels. doesn't narrow it down. Does it? What? Um, Riviera? Yeah. Riviera? yeah. 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 Um, I don't remember the story. I think I remember being upset about something about the ending. Maybe, maybe not. And then I never played any other titles because I remember it being really long to get through. Um, yeah. Now I'm wondering if my mind is just broken and I've forgotten everything in it.
2: I played Knights in the Nightmare on DS because I really liked the battle system, but I couldn't I didn't really understand the story all that well and then later on learned that you had to have certain characters in your party to like unlock stuff and got kinda of frustrated. Lame. Yeah. But Gungnir's story was really good. Gungnere. And I remember you saying that all the time when I was still a listener. But, yeah. Um, we've got a Blacksmith Legends demo available. This is, let's see, it's on Steam and it is an RPG simulation where you are a blacksmith. Sounds fun. Can it you, might be a can good
0: you I- forge gung
2: near? Yeah. Maybe. Um, Anna might like this one. Didn't she like Weapon Shop de Amase?
0: She liked one of those. I don't this know might which be one. Like that. Let's see. Is this the one where you... Oh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yes,
2: we shall see. I, I might uh, need to... Did you to... Wait,
0: this. is this the good one or the... Mm, sorry. Uh, hold on, let me bring this up. Oh, no. This looks like... Oh, it's very realistic looking. This art style is going to be a turnoff. But it is oh, a simulation okay. strategy game. I'll see if I can talk oh, her into see. it. She's gonna. The first question she's gonna ask is, "When's it on Switch?"
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna download the demo because I want to check let's it out because I do that. love Blacksmiths games. Um, Final Fantasy Final Fantasy Seven remake Integrated screenshots released. Uh, yeah, can't really describe that on the <laughs> on the podcast. You have to go uh, to the site to see the screenshots.
1: They're I, I really thought you were pretty. gonna say you couldn't tell the difference between the PS4 and the PS5 ones.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, how uh, would we notice? Like, shouldn't they be almost the same in screenshots? I guess not. There should be more lighting effects or something.
1: Something, I guess.
0: All right, here's Red 13. Oh, still looks like a dog cat. That no one can decide what But I is. still want to hug him. You still want to hug him. There's um, one of the Turks. Look. Oh, here's <laughs> a graphics setting. <laughs> graphics or performance.
2: People want to know if they can buy that cloak, Moogle cloak that Yuffie's oh, that wearing. UV's wearing? In that.
0: That's pretty amazing yeah. looking. It looks real. That's nice. Yeah. These are from cutscenes, though, right? So these aren't even. Uh, I assume they're from cutscenes. If they're not, that's more impressive, right?
2: Well, the, I don't think the game has pre rendered cutscenes.
0: Okay. But well, I could be wrong. I should probably play it at
2: some point. Yes, you should. <laughs>
0: At this point, I'm going to wait for the PS5 version. Uh,
2: I was about to say, I was going to say, Chris, it's free on PS Plus, but I think you bought it.
0: I did. I bought the disc version. I was going to play it on release day. I never
2: got around to it. But to the, to the rest of RP Gamers, yes, it is free on PS Plus. Unfortunately, you can't upgrade that version for free, but you can still play it for free now for the month of March. So... If you haven't checked it out, it's a good game. It's pretty much what got me through the pandemic last year. Or at least the start of it when it sucked. But, yes. Um, oh, another right. news I
0: purchased one. it digitally. So, like, I can't even benefit from the PlayStation Plus version in any way.
2: Uh, Chris, uh, I bought it twice. <laughs> you did? Okay.
0: How's that work? It,
2: it's because I had the day off that day and I didn't want to have to wait. So I just said, screw it, I'm going to double-dip, and then my shipment got delayed. And then Vaughn's shipment, he got an empty envelope when it finally got here. So he had bought it digitally, and he had eventually finished the game before his physical copy even got here.
0: Oh, I already have the digital deluxe edition. Man, I went all out on this.
2: Yeah, and the only reason why I didn't cancel my pre order is because I got the digital deluxe edition for pretty cheap because they had it marked down. Oh so right. I didn't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yep.
2: Yeah. And I didn't want to relent on all the cool items that came with it because, you know, Final Fantasy VII is kind of one of my favorite games of all time. A little bit. So yeah, memories. Um, Magic Legends outlines difficulty. This is the Diablo-like Magic: The Gathering game, and it's talking about difficulty levels and how that affects the gameplay, and blah blah blah. There's a whole YouTube video about it. Watch it. Um, we're getting a Hero Must Die physical release. Uh, the physical copy is going to be Hero done must by... die again. Yes. Um, limited run games. It comes with a uh, physical copy, poster, yay, an enamel pen, an acrylic standee, a soundtrack, and an art book. And this is a remake of a mobile phone game called Hero Must Die, and you only have five minutes to live in it. So check that out. Um, Trails of Cold Steel 4 launching on PC in April. For those that haven't played it yet or are for waiting for a PC release, here you go. I don't think it has any enhanced features.
0: Really? Nah. No. No. Um, signs of than the
2: Switch version, though, right? Oh, it boy, should yeah. probably run better too. Um, signs of the sojourners hitting consoles this month. This is a narrative deck builder RPG. Mm-hmm. Going to be twenty bucks, and coming to the Switch on March eighteenth, and Xbox One on March nineteenth. Oh, and PlayStation 4 on March 17th. Go oh, check that out. Um, Neptunia Reverse is coming to the PS5 in June. This is a remake of the Hyper Dimension Neptunia Rebirth 1 that was for the um, Vita and later of to the PC. There's yes, remake of, Final of the Fantasy remake.
0: 7 model.
2: Yes, um, going to come out digital, physically and digitally for the PS5 on June 8th, 2021. We all know Neptunia games. We don't really like them on this podcast. Uh, Anna likes
0: them. Oh, yeah, I
2: forgot Anna likes them. But I got, like,
0: aren't they just select your story from a menu and then press A during battle scenes?
2: Yeah. That's why I kind of, I, I tried to get into the story, but I couldn't. Um, another idea factory is Death and Requests, which is set to release for April. Um coming out April 27th, 2021, and was released in North America and Europe on PlayStation 4 in 2019, and this is the game where I guess you're in a fictional MMORPG trying to save the world, or something. I don't know. Pascal, Pascal reviewed it, and yeah. And then finally, we got some Tales of Arise news this week, or today, as a matter of fact. Um, I guess this weekend is the rescheduled Tales of festival. Oh, okay. And had a cinematic show for the game, and um, more details of the game will be released in spring of 2021. So, I guess please be excited. Ooh, yeah. Try. I'm just. I'm. I will be genuinely surprised if they don't say that they're like going to be doing a PS5 port of this soon, kind of like how um, Percent 5 eventually moved to the PS4 and the PS3 development since this is taking so long to get any information out on it.
1: Yeah, it'd be cool. nice if they, they did one of those like dual releases.
2: Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine it would be that hard to do a PS5 release. Would it?
1: No. In fact, the problem is, is that it's almost so easy some people just don't bother with it and just put out the PS4. You would think this game would be enough where you would like go in and do a little bit of work to make sure that it... Basically, you get better frame rate, better, you know... Yeah. Touch up the assets slightly. Especially since they're going to have it on PC anyway. You would think they would already be kind of doing some of that stuff.
2: Yeah, you would think, but who knows? I- they might not be doing it because they want to charge $60 for a deluxe PS5 version two years from now.
1: Hey, that's something only Square gets away with doing.
2: <laughs> really, really, I thought Benamco Bandai was pretty bad about that crap, too. I
0: think she's got you there. Yeah, that's true.
2: Well, I was just remembering the whole Tales of Vesperia fiasco way back in the day. But I, I digress. That's the end of briefs. My throat hurts.
0: Thank you, Kelly.
2: Moving on to new
0: releases. We have, like, none. There's two of them. Battle Brothers on the Switch. I know nothing about that. Does anyone know anything about Battle Brothers? Is that, like, an indie strategy? Yeah, remember I was talking about it earlier?
3: It's uh, a PC strategy RPG with uh, you have a... Band of Mercenaries. It's more on a uh, series. I've, I've heard the writing and story is actually really good.
0: Well, the graphics are weird, basic. Yeah, <laughs> simple. Basic is bad. huh? Simple. They they look very cutesy. <laughs> very well, figurine inspired, I guess. Yeah,
3: yeah. like uh, heads. It's almost like mm-hmm. board game. Yeah. To it.
0: And then we have Pascal's Wager on PC, which. <laughs>
2: Oh Pascal, made a game? Yeah,
0: Pascal Takaya's wager. Oh, Pascal's wager is like a philosophic. It's an art. It's a philosophical argument. So let's see what it is as a game. Pascal's wager uh, is a challenging action role-playing game set in the dark world of fantasy. Oh gosh, that's very dark. That's Diablo dark.
2: Guys, hey, it's, it's so dark.
0: dark. You don't understand how dark it is. So dark. So dark. The game looked brighter this year at BlizzCon, Kelly.
3: I think we need Pascal to play and review that.
1: I think <laughs> <possible>. <laughs> Pascal needs to review Pascal's wager.
2: No. Now, am I reading this right? There is a Monster Energy Super cro- Monster Energy Drink Super Energy? <laughs> is this a paid game or is it free?
0: Uh, I don't know, I just found it in a list and I put it on here, because it's the fourth one. <laughs> the official Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game 4. <laughs> there's been four of these, apparently. <laughs> wow. How did I not know? <laughs> yeah, there are there
1: four of these things? Uh, obviously, there are parts of the gaming sphere I just pay um, no attention to. <laughs> there's a podcast I listen to
2: called 302010 that talks about, you know, what happened in pop culture 30 years ago, 10 years ago, and 20 years ago. And they have a gaming special that they do every month. And they were talking about how 10 years ago there was like a Doritos game on Xbox 360 that everybody played for no other reason than because it was free and because it gave you free achievement points.
1: Ah, those days of Yes. Days of
2: it, it, it brought me back to some poor time when, when, you know, the only reason you bought Avatar The Last Airbender was because you could get a free thousand achievement points and forums having contests to see how many you could get, like, within a month or something that had that game bound. I, I also mean, saw forums... were almost, full-
1: like, putting out games, just, you know, like, they were really yeah. simple to get the achievements so they could get sales that way.
2: Yep. And, um... I also saw forms and this was interesting, was they did it to where you tried to not get achievements within a certain time frame, which that's a lot harder. Yeah, oh, the, the metagaming that spurned from achievements, and now nobody cares.
1: Maybe Nintendo was right. They just waited it out, never did it, <laughs> and now it doesn't
3: matter.
2: Oh, uh, I think there's a lot of people
3: that were, especially on like PS4, PS3, PS4 is still where they tried to get perfects on a bunch of games.
2: Now, their overall
3: score, maybe not, but I think they tried to go and get... I still see stuff on Twitter. Yeah. I've, I've never really cared.
2: I mean, if I like a game enough and the achievements aren't obnoxious, then I will go for a Platinum Trophy. Yeah. But if it's if, if it's something tedious like use a special move 10,000 times then no yeah. that's sorry that's what i meant to
3: say platinum yeah. and I, you know the reason why i bet it's stuck around is cuz you get a platinum trophy so it sounds like you like sounds like more of an accomplishment too and they are accomplishments though some of those are are tough to do or some of those are yeah. just, like you said really obnoxious to do
2: yeah, the only thing that kept me from a platinum in Final Fantasy VII Remake was beating all the chapters on hard mode. I just was not good enough to pull that off. Mm. Don't do we need to come up with a question of the week?
0: We do. Where well, our two options were do you subscribe to a gaming service or what's your favorite mech game?
2: I say gaming service might have a more wider appeal.
0: Alright, let's go with that then.
3: What do you consider a gaming service?
2: Um, Uh, Examples
0: would include Game Pass, um, Apple Arcade, or PlayStation Now.
1: Though if someone out there subscribes to Stadia, I definitely want to know about it. Oh
0: yeah. Ant Ant Online would be another one. Um, I
2: suppose Gamefly would count.
0: Uh sure. You know what? There's we don't have enough room. You know, we want content, so I'm not gonna block anyone. I if you wanna uh, if you have a way to justify it as a gaming service, write in about it and tell us.
3: (laughs) I think the biggest value one is probably gonna be the Xbox one. Yeah.
0: Sure, but that's not what I'm going for. I just want to know what you're subscribing to, why, what do you get out of it? Period. Whatever it is. And there's what there's also
1: Humble Bundle.
0: Ah, I subscribe to that one just because I like to click off, check off all the games I get. Yeah, every month. like look at all these games I won't play now. Ooh, twelve more! Of them. <laughs> really hey, want to add but, on does, to your Steam collection.
2: Oh, I mean, cool. I can do it right now. Does, the
0: The March games are up for me to pre-order early. Let me do it. Does
2: Amazon Prime gaming count? Because I get those every month. Sure.
0: Yeah. If you If you are paying attention to them and and claiming them. Oh, well, you, I claim.
2: Care. Every month I claim them. I hardly ever touched them though i did touch i did touch one this week i tried to play blasphemous and bounced pretty quick which is why i didn't even bother writing it down
0: here's what i get in my humble march bundle control XCOM, X-Com chimera squad lx e-l-e-x kingdom two crowns wwe 2k battlegrounds what is that hot shot racing Peaky Blinders Mastermind, which looks like some sort of, um, I don't know.
3: I was really surprised I saw they made a game after Peaky Blinders.
0: What? What is that? A TV show or something? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but it's not. It's not what you would think. Like, oh yeah, I can't wait for them to make the game of this. It's just, <laughs> okay. I don't
0: know. Cyber Hook. Pester Quest, Wildfire, Boreal Blade, and Ageless. And if you're wondering, yes, usually when you get to the bottom part of the bundle, it's games you've never heard of. So. You know
3: what, Chris? I think. Did you play Chimera Squad? I
0: bought Chimera Squad. Okay. I did not
3: play it. Twice now? I will now have it
0: twice, yeah. Um, Let <laughs> me not show these keys the screen. Okay. Yeah, so now I have another key if anyone wants it. Yeah ancillary question of the week do you want my key for chimera squad come ask me for it (laughs) I'm the rpgamer discord for that one all right how do you respond to the question of the week oh go ahead oh uh three ways podcast rpgamer.com we'll take an email from you 608-729-4098 leave a voicemail or send a text message or the very easiest way go to rpgamer.com find the show thread and post in the comments below
2: no, I was just I was just about to say. I feel like whenever I claim my free Prime games every month, there's like one game that I've heard of and four that I haven't.
3: I didn't know there was that many free Prime games. I thought it was like usually like oh, God. here's a, a helmet for this shooter game. Or no, Fortnite. they do that
0: too. But like oh yeah, they did. they have their own downloader now. They broke it out of the Twitch yeah. app. So mm-hmm. now in the Twitch app, you can see that you have loot waiting. And you can claim it in here, but to actually download the games, you have to go to a different app. The Amazon Game Downloader or whatever. Um, And then you'll see a lot of this is garbage. Like, um, in-game loot, in-game loot, learn more, learn more, learn more. They're just sending it over to the other things, you link your account, and then you get your in-game loot. And they're all these free-to-play garbage. Um, I guess it's not all free-to-play, but it's just really dumb things. And then eventually you get down to the actual games, and it's like, claim now, or... Yeah, here
3: we go. Clint. Yeah. Prime Gaming Loot. I have 65 new items. Yeah. So, um, right, here we go. I here have we
2: go. played Skydrift
3: and Blasphemous. Yeah.
2: I have played, paid attention to the loot because sometimes they do have Magic the Gathering Arena card pack codes. There you go. Which I know is relevant to Jonathan's interest.
0: So it looks like the March games are Boomerang Foo, Skydrift, Blasphemous, and Tengami. There you go. Oh, and Bomber Crew Deluxe Edition, whatever these are,
2: and I, th- I think right now they're also giving away a bunch of SNK games for free. Oh, oh
0: are those? It? Oh, yeah, those in- through March. Yes, so Sarah five March, million
3: Brave Exvius Gil, right go. now. There you go. I've never played. A lot of garbage here. Yeah, there,
0: there is. I guess but I the mean, up it's. Right still... now, there's a, a backlog. Some of these are multi month games. So, Cinnamore, The Academy, Adventures of Chris, those SNK games, which are King of Fighters 2000, Fatal Fury Special, Art of Fighting 2, Pulsar, Blazing Star, Samurai Showdown 2, King of Fighters 2002, Baseball Stars 2, Shock Troopers, uh, Ironclad, King of the Monsters. Could You know, I don't even care anymore. That's a lot of games.
2: Well, it's one of those things to where if you have if you're using Amazon Prime anyway, like I do, just for because yeah, you, know, you buy them. a bunch of
0: you have them. yeah,
2: uh, claim them. You never know what you're going to play. I mean, looking at my list, it's like, oh, I've got both ukulele games. Apparently, I had no idea I had these. At some go. point, I wanted to check those out. Or like blasphemous. The problem is, you need I a saw... game
0: like you need a system like God Galaxy to search all these various things and tell you what you own.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh like I saw Blasphemous for sale on the uh, eShop this week, and I was like, wait, that was free on Prime Gaming. I'll just p- check it out on that, and if I like it, I might buy it on Switch, and then checked it out and couldn't stand it. Mm. So
3: Actually, all these Neo Geo S&K games are really cool. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: I'm glad we talked about it. <laughs> oh, <that's a> good, <laughs> I'm going to all promotion. these up.
2: Yeah.
3: I, bought the, I actually bought that S&K 40th Anniversary Collection.
0: Oh, uh, all right. Did you get uh, the little the the hardware thing they did? Uh, no. The the Neo Geo. Yeah, they'd done some sort of mini console, right?
2: Oh, I yeah, I've got that. Oh, the that Neo Geo okay. Mini. Yeah.
0: Because oh, I wanted
2: to collect all the mini I systems. Thought
0: there was a better one. Never mind.
2: Um. Apparently, I ended up with both System Shocks somehow. I want to check those out eventually. And Pillars of Eternity.
3: Yeah, I like that game. I need to play the sequel. It's
2: like one of these days I just need to take a month off and check all of these out. See if any of them stand out to me.
1: It's called retirement, Kelly. That's what they're there for.
2: Hey, gotta retire eventually.
0: Wasn't there like a nice bundle Neo Geo thing? Not these little mini arcade things. Am I forget am I thinking of the I'm thinking of the turbo graphics? Or the Neo Geo. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's the Neo Geo Gold
3: X, whatever it was called. That oh. was probably like eight to ten years ago. And it's pretty good, but it's really expensive and collectible now. I wish I would have got one when they were like on sale at Walmart for like fifty bucks. I
0: mean, in my head these are all like the same 10 years ago, 1 year ago, it's the same. I mean, these are these are all the
3: old the old Neo Geo games from the 90s.
0: Neo Geo X. There we go. You get a docking station. Oh, it's a portable. It looks yeah. nice. Is it good? And it docks to a, a replica console. Nice. It was it, it was oh, it had some it rough
3: okay. rough edges at first. Yeah. But I think a lot of the people were able to get some kind of firmware upgrades and and hacked it to make it better in some ways and then they unlocked it to where you could put all your games out and stuff so it became highly sought after collectible I think if you look at eBay they're pretty expensive now so you get 20 games on it
0: but then people hacked it I assume
3: yes Yeah. yeah basically yeah. and once it was hacked that's what people wanted it a lot more but, and this was also back before You know, it a better things
0: screen like than a Vita or no uh,
3: probably not no, uh, you know, when, you know, things come out now like that, and they get like hacked in like a week or two. Yeah, It actually, that when that came out, it wasn't. It took it two didn't weeks. get a right. <laughs> no, it took longer than that. It yeah. took a little bit.
2: Okay. Hey, having all those hacked consoles helped me a lot when I uh, redid stuff for my new TV because <laughs> I. Can't exactly hook up a whole bunch of new consoles since new TVs only have, what, three HDMI ports now?
0: Yeah. That's what your receiver's for. Got to keep upgrading those every three years now. Your new surround sound standard and a better HDMI standard.
2: Woo! I just can't spend all the money. Or, you know, just say screw it and get yourself an HDMI switcher. Yeah,
0: those got to be upgraded too, but at least they cost a little less, maybe?
2: Yeah, what what set me back was the component to HDMI converter from my Wii and my PS2, which I still have hooked up because I still play stuff for Backtrack.
3: Some uh, receivers do that. Mine does. So my receiver, I plug in my... It's got a spot for component, and I plug it in, and then I, it outputs HDMI. There
2: you go. Yeah. Um, PS2 looks surprisingly good. Uh, upscale, or... It doesn't upscale, it just converted to HDMI.
0: Gotta Kelly, you gotta get your frame meister or whatever. Aren't just discontinued now? Well, whatever. There's a new thing. Uh Oh yeah, uh, what's it called? The OSSC. There you go, that one. Isn't
2: that also as much as the TV?
0: Uh, probably. Your the T V you bought, <laughs> yes. Kelly, I know <laughs> I know it was a big splurge for you, but like in the current TV market that's on the lower end. I know. And it's like Sad that that's the case, right? Because that's well, what TV the, the, should cost.
2: <laughs> well, the problem was there was no middle ground. No, there right. was you're that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was what Josh bought, which, you know, was in the four digits, and I couldn't afford that. The technology's
0: <laughs> gone crazy, and the prices have never had a chance to catch back up.
2: Yeah. But for me, it was a significant upgrade because yeah. the TV that I had was like an old plasma screen like but when like, variable low
0: refresh are... rates kelly variable refresh <laughs> rates oh my gosh kelly kelly variable refresh rates are so nice I
2: and mean, chris to give you an idea that that old tv weighs like a metric ton and yeah. the new one weighs almost nothing yeah
0: so your cats can knock it over easy
2: no not really oh okay I, and i'm I'm still waiting to, like, pay someone to haul this old TV off. I haven't called the junk company yet to come haul it off.
0: You can put it up for free on Craigslist and, and be amused how I many people come over and ask you for help to put it in their car, even though uh, they say you have to load it yourself.
2: Uh, just do I Do I really want... Through
0: that. And then, you know what, do you I... do it anyway because you just want it out of your house
2: i was what gonna say about- at that point I would I would put it in the garage, yep, or leave it and fr- leave it on the street and said free come get well, it. You can't do that because no it, it rains us. on,
0: and no one will oh,
3: take it true. once it gets rained on. So we're talking about metric ton. I have uh, an old yeah. twenty seven. Is it a Sony? The yeah, the old Sony Trinitron yeah. tubes. <laughs> it weighs almost three hundred pounds. I used HD? to deliver those. Yeah, no, it's not. It's oh, the- yeah, I had an HD one. It was. Yeah, it's uh no. It's from all my retro stuff. Yeah, those but things I've, are
0: expensive now.
1: Second yeah, because
2: they're in demand.
0: Yeah, yeah, by people who are wrong. No. <laughs> Listen, there's a reason we stopped wanting those in our house. You're wrong. Uh, they're big and bulky, but you can't get a better I know, image. I know. Well, no, you. C- it depends what you want from your image, and I'll leave it at that because it's a really stupid long argument. That's we're never going to come to agreement it, on.
2: <laughs> it's one of those things to where I I really don't notice a difference, so I don't give a crap. But I respect people that do. Do you notice you know a it, difference? You know, what the real deal?
0: problem is Kelly. I'll tell you right now, mm. Zapper games.
2: Oh right, well, I I don't do like this anymore. But I
0: don't play them
3: anyway. Yeah. What, my only negative I have. Well, there's two negatives for the old CRTs. One is the size and the weight. Yeah. The other is screen glare.
0: Screen glare. yeah, I don't like the g- screen geometry issues. I vastly prefer the straight lines I get in an LCD versus the curves you get on a tr- on a CRT. Well, mine's
3: flat screen CRT.
0: I've had flat screen CRTs <laughs> with line curvature issues. Oh yeah, you just gotta alignments, and I don't yeah, want to deal with it. I just it. don't want to deal with it. I don't worry about it. I don't have to worry about. I don't want to worry about like um what's it calling uh degaussing my screen. Or, right. or not degaussing my screen since there's no way I can do a good job of it like mm, all that like the, I had one of the Sony TVs with built in speakers and over time the speakers would change the color characteristics of the edge of the, of the mm-hmm. screen because mm. huh? the magnetic field were... from the, screech, from the, from the um, speakers. speakers was affecting the CRT
2: <laughs> yeah
0: I had to get, get, a, get a guy come in and try and repair it and he did what he could but what was this? This was Long a after. it was a Sony HD. This was in. It was one of those big square Sony HD TV CRTs with built-in yeah. speakers.
2: Um, you made me remember something else. Um, so around October, I had cleaned out our spare bedroom, and we had an old uh, flat screen TV that we were use- weren't using anymore. So I brought, brought up, tried to bring all that stuff to Goodwill. And because of go- COVID, the workers at the Goodwill like would not come out to help me unload the car. So I had to... Unload this, and this was just a 32 inch TV, mind you. Oh, it yourself? was still heavy, no. and I had to I had to load up all that stuff by myself. And it was still raining; mm. it, it was raining outside, so I was so upset. So I imagine I'm definitely not going to get any help dropping off the uh, massive mm-hmm. 50 50 inch TV. Off you know, Vaughn could go with you. Yeah, maybe he
0: that would could. Be- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean. I don't want to start a marriage argument, but you know probably worth having him come with you.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, so this is the thirty six inch, that's what it is. Yeah. Two. It's uh I couldn't remember the size. I keep to want to say twenty seven, but that's my monitor, and my monitor's definitely smaller. I
0: had an old twenty seven, I eventually got rid of it in college. I shouldn't have. Yeah. It was it was light enough to carry around and it was a Trinitron and had an S video input.
3: Yep, this is yeah. S-Video and Component, so it's nice uh, for that. Yeah. But it, it's also, I mean, yeah, the LCD screens it, but you don't get the color contrast. You don't get the nice blacks. You don't you get... You Not as good as a uh, CRT.
0: No, but it's not fuzzy. Li- you know, never mind. No, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> doing this. We're not doing this.
1: We're not doing this. <sighs> Did we ever
2: end the show? <laughs> I don't think we did if, if you <laughs> want to talk to us yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to talk to us about TV Fidelity you can mm. uh, contact us via the normal channels uh, argue with us not simultaneously Ooh. about TV Fidelity I'm curious of people's opinions
0: thanks everybody or for not. watching catch us every week 9 a.m. Pacific noon eastern right here at twitch.tv slash rpgamer and of course go check out the website at rpgamer.com We'll be back here next week. Till next week, what are you playing, Jonathan? I don't know. All right. I really don't. Kelly?
2: Ease 9. Josh?
1: I'm finishing Trails if it kills me.
0: I'm working on finishing uh, Atelier because I'm following my wife's plan for backlogging and that's not starting new games. But I'll probably be distracted with some Diablo 3 builds this new season ever starts it looks cool too anyway thanks everybody I gotta go eat lunch yep <laughs> see you next week Bye-bye. bye bye bye